If you're doing good in life, there is a high chance that you build your education system by yourself. And why is that? Because it's very unlikely that you will find all the stuff, all the good stuff that you need just in one university or in one school. And by the way, that's what I'm trying to accomplish with Inglés Paracholos. I'm trying to do a system that allows you to be like a what I call a military background. I'm trying to teach the people the basic stuff that everybody should know. But for the moment, I want to share with you some things that you can be implementing in your education system that is mandatory to know. Any adult should know these things. And to understand better how to structure your own education systems, I would say there are three concepts that we all should target. The first is where I am now and where I want to be. Well, that's what they call the vision. So this is your current situation. How is your life doing? Okay, how can it be better? How can we make this thing better, more entertaining, more fun, more uh, a better quality? How can we raise our standards? That is the first one. Knowing how to move from point A to point B. The second is what do I need to know? Because that trajectory, that path, that movement needs some knowledge and also some skills. How is the fastest way and what kind of things do I need to absorb in my mind? And the next one is, and this one is key, is something that many people forget, is whenever you want to learn something, and this is basic, you need to connect something that you already know with that new thing. It's the only way that we can, that we can process. Uh, and here I want to do a little parenthesis. We need to be a smart in the way that we connect the concept, for example. If I want to learn how to say table, mesa, in Spanish, I'm going to connect the word table with the picture of a table, not with the word mesa, because if not, I'm doing double effort. I'm moving table, mesa, image. No, you want to be as efficient as possible. Whenever you acquire new, new knowledge, how can we be faster to connect with the dots, with information that I already know? And the last thing, uh, before starting with the good stuff, is remember that always we should go from general to specific. And universities pretend to, to teach in this way. When you start, I remember a long time ago when I started in La Ricardo Palma, um, the first one year or two years were basically economics, math, you know, general shit. But when we talk about general, I'm not talking about that general. I'm talking about general that everybody should know. Things as simple as knowing how to cook, things as simple as knowing how to ask for a loan to a bank, and we're going to check that later. But start for the things that you know that you will need anyway, and then little by little start to go to the specific. And well, last but not least, what an introduction. <laughs> I'm excited today. Today I'm testing a new technique. I'm, I will try to go first to the gym and then record the podcast. I will see how it goes. I will test for, for one week. But the last part here in the introduction that I believe is, is important to address is that whenever we listen something, let's, let's say like you're listening a podcast, this podcast, or you are reading a book, or you found something on the internet, an article. If you like that thing, stop consuming more content. Make a pause. Write down the ideas. Digest. Talk about that. Whenever you find something important, make a pause to digest the knowledge. This is a huge mistake that I, that I see. Many people just keep consuming content, but if you don't digest, the thing is going to bounce like a basketball. It's going to just pivot. So remember these things. Knowing where do you are now, where do you want to be, what do you need to know, how to link the things, and also make a pause in the important part. So time to get started. Before, friendly reminder, if you want to receive all the knowledge, all the wisdom directly from me, you can go to englesparacholos.com, englesparacholos.com. If you are tired of wasting your life, 
in you know university school or wherever you are going you can go to the website and also spread the word tell the people to go to google podcast and spotify they will find me with my nickname uncle balta let's start with the first subject that everybody should know and is adulting and is adulting is is not adultery adultery is other thing adulting is how to be an adult como ser un adulto a little parenthesis i learned the difference between adultery and fornication Fornication is having sex out of the married uh, situation, and adultery is having sex when you are already married with another woman. It was interesting to know. But okay, coming back to the topic. What is adulting? There are things that we are going to do anyway, and they should teach this in the school or at least in university. Let me go for one simple. Paying your taxes, filing your taxes. Here in Peru, this is going to vary depending in what country are you listening in this podcast, but most of the people here are from Peru, so I will try to go deep in this one. Not deep, but a little bit deep. Here in Peru, we have five categories. A category fifth, categoría cinco. I, go, I will move from the five to the one. Category fifth is from employees. If you are an employee, you are fucked because you are going to pay a lot of taxes. A huge percentage of your money is going to taxes. If it's the, the, the category, category number four, is for freelancers. Freelancers have a nice tax bracket. So if you make less than 32,000 soles per year, you don't pay taxes. And that's cool. Um, category three, you have the what is um, business. There is a regimen, un regimen, that is cool, that is called RUS, RUS. If you have a ruse, you can make 8,000 soles per month and only pay 50 soles in taxes. That is beautiful. <laughs> All the bodegas use that thing, ruse. If you are in the category number two, is the when you make money by um, lending your, your it's like um, capital gains, ganancia de capital. And uh, the, the tax for that is kind of high. And then you have a beautiful one that is category one, that is the rentals. When you rent your property, when you rent an object, when you rent something, you can pay only 5% over that thing. Understanding how much percentage do we need to pay in taxes is basic and all the benefits and how can we deduct expenses from our taxes is basic. Nobody teach you that, you know why? You know why? The system don't want you to save money. The system want you to receive the double penetration and you know what is the double penetration. It's taxes and inflation at the same time. So the first thing as an adult that we need to understand is how to manage taxes and how to protect ourselves from investing, but with, uh, with, from inflation. I'm going to go that later, deeper on that thing. We mentioned taxes here. What is the second thing that we should pay close attention is insurance. You will need some kind of insurance, right? Uh, a smart way to approach this is to understand the history of your family. For example, in my family, we have a lot of cancer. So I have my Oncosalut insurance because I want to have some kind of cancer protection just in case. If you have a car, everybody put, uh, everybody want to buy insurance to their car, but only makes sense to buy an insurance if you use a lot the car. In my case, I just moved from my house to my mother's house that is four blocks. So paying an insurance is too expensive for me. Uh, I can tell you, in all my life, I have never had an insurance I crash my car many times and always it's cheaper to pay the fix, the, the maintenance of the car than paying the insurance, but this will vary. So understanding when it makes sense to have an insurance or not and how much money you should pay for that. And also a life insurance. The life insurance, that could be a full podcast, but the rich people always have life insurance because that works as a bank. But I will talk about that in other podcasts. 
Next thing in adulting is loans. When you want to buy an apartment, when you want to buy a car, most of the people don't do it in cash. They ask for a loan. What is the interest rate that you are going to take? How much? People think about the monthly interest. No, always ask about the year interest. Not only that, what happens if you want to pay in advance the money? That happened to me. I asked for a loan, I remember, and I got the money like in two or three months. So I said, I don't want to spend two years paying this. I want to pay it in just three months. And the bank put me a lot of fees for paying in advance. Multas por pagar en adelantado. <laughs> it's surprising, but it, it exists. So whenever you ask a loan, you need to ask, if I pay in advance, what are the penalties? Every detail we need to learn this thing by ourselves. And just to, to wrap this part of adulting, <laughs> como ser un adulto, it's important to uh, also, if you are going to move, for example, to a new house, to a new home, how to prepare your meals. Um, if you are going to bring a random person or a partner to your house, what things should you consider? If you are going to get married, how to do, do a... I think it's a prenup, a prenup contract, un, un contrato de, de separación de bienes. You want to spread your goods. So all those shits need to go in adulting 101. Okay? I want to leave it like that so you keep researching by yourself. The second is energy management. Energy management is basic. For example, today I told you I went to the gym. I have an insane workout. I did today back and bicep with my friend este, Jaime. I'm still in fasting, still in ayuno. I'm still in fasting. I have done a workout and doing the podcast now. And we need to understand that whenever you change your schedule, you want to change your schedule every two months to check if there is a smarter approach that you can have. Is there a better order of the activities? But also we need to address that the first week that you change your schedule, you are not going to feel good because your body is trying to adapt to the new system. We need to understand how our body works. In the school, we had the class of physical education. Remember, education physica. But that class was just a pile of bullshit, like a huge, huge pile of bullshit. I don't know how it was in your school. But in my school, the only thing that we did was playing soccer, playing basketball, you know, like football. <laughs> the teacher would appear with the, with the soccer ball and he would say, football, that, that was physical education. How bad it was the shit that I remember clearly that I asked my teacher back then in the year 2002, hey teacher, you know, I started going to the gym and they are offering me creatine, creatina. And the teacher replied, I think that is a steroid. <laughs> the teacher, the education system teacher, the, the education, the physical education teacher, he thought that creatine was a steroid and it was not the case. So that's where I'm trying to go. We need to understand how our body works. Talking about nutrition, how, do your, how does your body react to the food for most of the people not for everybody for but for the vast majority maybe 95 percent they respond bad to rice and to spaghetti and they have rice and spaghetti like three or four or five times per week we need to understand how our body replies to some carbs how much protein do we need um, also how many meals do we need per day people believe everybody repeats oh i need four meals per day three meals per day most of the people, it's not the case for everybody, but for most of the people, two meals is enough. Even I know people that they do one meal a day and they are happy, but for most of the people, two meals is enough, so you have time for recovering. And two extra things that I want to mention. I'm so excited today. I don't know why. I will cover this thing in Spanish because I believe everybody should know how to structure their own education system. But two extra things. 
related to sleep. How to sleep? People say, oh yes, I go to my bed and I sleep. First of all, many people are struggling to close their eyes. They spend like 30 minutes, one hour in their bed. Not even that, they stay like texting until they cannot hold more and they go to bed 1am or, or 2am. Reality is that if you want to have a good deep sleep, I'm not going to dissect all the activities, but first you need to relax before one hour or two hours. So the activities has to be very relaxing before going to bed. When you go to bed, you want the temperature a little bit cold, as dark as possible. And also you want to always go at the same time, go at the same time and wake up at the same time, if it's possible from Monday to Sunday. If you do those things, that is kind of the Pareto of the sleeping, are the most important things that will assure you a good quality of sleep. And the other one is understanding that some people wake up too early to gain some time, but if your body doesn't re respond in an early morning, you are wasting your time, you're just making mistakes. I used to work out at 5.30 like Huevonazo, and I was just having shitty workouts. Now I, I'm working out like 7, 7.30 sometimes, and I have better quality of workout. And in the morning, I prefer to just do research, listen some podcasts, till my body wake up. So all that is energy management. And just one extra thing related to this topic is in energy management, we need to also address a, how to hold our emotions because we understand that we are emotional creatures. We are not a rational. <laughs> we, are, we, are, we are zero rational or we are in a little degree rational. The more rational that you can be, the better is. Um, yesterday, for example, if you follow my Instagram account, uh, Tio Balta, I had a, my friend, I helped my friend Jaime to sell his cars. He's working for a company. The brand is MG, MG. And I'm helping him to sell the car. And the car was so fucking good. It was so fun to drive. And the price is $23,000. When you know how to manage your energy, you are like, okay, this is a cool car, but I cannot buy it now. <laughs> so, and this goes to the next point that I think is also subject that is decision making. But before, final reminder, if you want to contact me, you can go to my WhatsApp, más 51-9890-23986. So, so far, let's try to digest what we are talking. We need to learn. Let's, let's try to go little by little because I, 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 I truly believe that this podcast is important. We need to understand is what is being an adult? What are all the things that being an adult require? A responsible adult, by the way. The other one, how can we manage better our energy? And here in energy management, even like things like how, how much time can I work in a row is important to know. Where am I more productive? For example, I realized when you work in front of a window and you have sunlight, you are more productive than when you work in an isolated and dark space. So you want a lot of sunlight hitting you all the time. That, those are the two, the two first subjects. The third one is decision making. Decision making is so important. People, they have this, they don't know what is delayed gratification. You know what is delayed gratification. It's like, Understanding that if you wait, if you work more now, expecting for good things in the future, most of the time is the best way to go instead of just wasting your resources now. What do people do? They have like 1,000 soles in savings and they go to the club and they crash their bank account. You want to save some money because in any moment an opportunity will, will appear. Always opportunities appear. I realize that every six months or every one year, there is a huge, huge opportunity that always knock your door. 
and you are only going to be ready for that if you have some cash, some savings. The case of COVID, remember? When COVID happened, the people who had some savings, they really crashed the market. I didn't have savings back then in time, and I was like, fucked up, I should, I should have savings. But you get the point. Always having some savings from these um, opportunities. The other one is you need to learn how to invest, and this is part of decision making. When we talk about investing, uh, everybody will tell you, you know, put your money in the S&P 500. Yes, but what happens if you have some expertise in one specific area? You can make more money there. Even Warren Buffett said this, diversification is a shield for the stupid people. Because if you know about something, you can go balls deep in that. And then when you are making too much money, okay, now you can put some money in other assets. And uh, also here in decision making, I would say that it would be important to learn how to cope with bad decisions. Because many times in our life, we make shitty decisions. I was like, fuck, I shouldn't have done that. <laughs> I shouldn't have made that mistake. So that's why we need to understand how to cope with bad decisions. Um, whenever we take a bad decision, understanding what was the root, what was the problem, the real problem, extract that and keep moving. It's, it's like uh, when you are boxing, you receive a hit. Fuck, that was bad. But keep moving because if you keep thinking about that hit, more hit will keep coming to your face. Let's go to the next one. I don't know why, but this topic for me is, I, I don't know how, how the people that are listening to this podcast are feeling, but for me, it's, it's, it's beautiful, this podcast. Uh, learning 101. Uh, remember in the school, we used to, I remember the class of chemic, the chemica. We have to remember or the chemical board, la tabla de elementos. Remember la tabla de elementos químicos. We had to remember that thing. In history, we had to remember the date, las fechas of each event. This is a question. Does it make sense to remember the dates or is it better to understand how that thing can impact the present life? How those all events can mimic or, or repeat in the present moment? And even in my university, we study, we study psychology. My career, my degree is management, administration. And we study psychology. And yes, makes sense. Only if you apply psychology to business, but we never check psychology to business. We check the mental disorders, the disease, but never apply how to make more money with psychology. And another parent, I love to do parentheses within parentheses, but here in learning, we need to have a vision. The only way that you can know what do you need to learn if you have a vision, if you, the vision starts as a dream. So start as a, most of the people, they have dreams. They say, oh, I dream a car, a house, yeah. The vision is basically understanding how that looks, what version should you be to get that, and then you make the plan. And making the plan is understanding what things you need to learn. So that's why learning 101 should, uh, should explain you how to address the vision and how to gather the subjects that you should learn. Something extra here is how do you learn the best? Do you learn best in groups or by yourself? In my case, I tend to learn better by myself. I'm a, a, a solo student. I don't like to learn in a class. I'm a solo student, but I like to hire experts. I don't believe in going to classrooms most of the time, unless there is a good teacher sometimes, yes, but most of the time I prefer to hire exactly the professional that is going to fix my problem as fast as possible. Just to give you a case, if you want to go to an institute, the average institute, not university, institute, is costing um, maybe 800 soles per month, no, uh, average one, 800 soles per month, per month. What happens if a professional charge you 
400 soles for one hour. But in one hour, he, is, he teach you everything that you need to know, exactly what you need to know, and it will take you in the, in the institute six months to learn. Pay the professional all the time. So how can we speed up the process and curate information, get exactly what you need? And something extra, <laughs> I don't know, honestly. This is one podcast that I feel that I have a lot of information, but I don't know if I should the podcast, but well, I hope someone is enjoying. Um, something extra that they should teach here in Learning 101 is to do podcasts or blogging. And I understand many people say, yes, you, you talk about podcasts because you do podcasts. Not exactly. I talk about podcasts and blogging. And by the way, blogging with B, con B grande, no con B chica. Uh, blogging with, with B is um, uh, escrito, it's written blogs, no, no, no video blogs. But podcasting and having a blog, a written blog, allow you to express something, to explain. And the more that you explain something, the more that you learn it. And this is, I mean, everybody, all the teachers are going to tell you, yes, when you teach something, you acquire. So the only way that we can learn is if we execute the thing that we are learning and if we explain what we are learning. And yes, just to wrap this shit, the last one. <laughs> this was a dense podcast today, too much information in one. But yeah, the last one is a subject is how to unlock creativity, how to release the creativity beast. Remember the three Bs, break, blend, and so funny that that's why I told you it's good to explain things. I, I I remember the concept of the three Bs, but I I didn't remember what are the what were the three Bs. The three Bs are break, blend, and bend. Remember when you want to have creativity, we take a a, a very um, difficult concept and we break it in small pieces. We bend different concepts together and now we have a new concept. Or we we Blend is something that applies maybe in other markets. How can we apply that here in the Latino market? Those are the three Bs that we should learn in how to unlock your creativity 101. The other one, how to think outside the box, how to have these random solutions that they call being disruptive. When we talk about Elon Musk, when we talk about Jeff Bezos, all the time they say they have business that are disruptive, that they, they change all the environment, all the society. How can we have this disrupting ideas and the only way is thinking outside the box everybody just repeat what they listen we need to have like like novelty in our thoughts and here is another one now that we have the artificial intelligence and i was going to do a full episode about this but it's now with artificial intelligence there is a skill that is called taste it's tener gusto what it means with artificial intelligence you can have a lot of options but you need to have the taste from all these options, which is the one that will be better to drop to the market? And the only way to have taste is by by check different sources. For example, in my case, I listen a lot of podcasts, a lot, a lot of podcasts, so I understand, oh, this is good from this podcast. I can use this and apply this here. We need to have taste. The same happened with English. In order to help my people for English para cholos, I have classes with different, different teachers from all around the world. And there are some strategies that, okay, yes, this makes sense. And all that, no, this is bullshit. So the only way to have taste is by, <laughs> the only way to have taste is by tasting a lot. You want to test, test a lot to have a good taste. And the last part here in how to unlock your creativity, I would say is to work in, uh, to fix uh, our mental health. If we have mental disorders, how can we have creativity? You are thinking just about, oh, what happened with your girlfriend? Why your life is, is, uh, 
is a miserable, but no. We need to put our attention out of ourselves. We cannot be the center of the universe. And just the last part is if we want to unlock creativity, nature, going to nature, going to the beach, going to the forest, that is key. All these things should be taught or we need to learn in the subject of unlock creativity one-on-one. To wrap this podcast, <laughs> to wrap this podcast is first, okay, sorry, I want to mention an extra one because I wrote this one. And you know, the most important thing that we should learn by, we should learn by ourselves is how to apply the right mindset. What is the right mindset? It's the filter. Um, you Maybe you have heard about a gl- glass half full, el vaso medio lleno, right? That is mindset. So having a positive mindset and people say, yeah, just positive. No, no, it's not that simple. Because if you are positive, if you have hope, esperanza, you start reducing your procrastination because procrastination appears when we are not sure if the event is going to happen. I'll give you a case. If I tell you that if you go to do exercise today at 6 a.m., you will meet the woman of your life, you will go to do exercise. I don't care how late you went to bed. You will go because you know at that gym you will meet the woman of your life. And that is hope, thinking that good stuff is going to happen in your life. That is part of mindset. Also, is the growth mindset. What is growth mindset? Understand that our skills and our knowledge is not fixed. We always can grow, can improve. We are not like a table that is something static. No, we always have the time, the chance to increase our key. And, oh no, honestly, I'm thinking about, <laughs> I should I should have done like a, an, a, another podcast about mindset. I, okay, I will try to keep it uh, short, this one. is also mindset is playing with perception. I, I, I told you many times, right? When you go to other cities and you come back to Lima, you see, wow, in Lima we have streets, tenemos pistas, wow, hay calles. <laughs> so that play with perception will help you. And you know to play, with, you, you need to know how to play with perception. When things are bad, remember that there are worse things. And when you are good, remember that you can do better. Always you want to use perception in your advantage. We need to learn how to block thoughts. Como bloquear pensamientos. Just to a little case. Let's say that you have an injury that happened to me. I had an injury in my shoulder. Not doing exercise, but in a stupid accident in the street. Um, it, it, was pain, it was painful for me. If I keep thinking about my injury, about my pain, it's not going to help me. So you need to block thoughts. How can I stop? Please, brain, don't think about that. Mindset is also having a winner mentality. Is knowing what is your right identity. If you think about Elon Musk, and I'm going to wrap the podcast with that, Elon Musk or Jeff Bezos or um, Zuckerberg, all these guys that are controlling the world, for them, they are kind of gods. They are the one, for them, they are the only ones that can fix the world, that can organize the world in a better way. And maybe that is too much. Oh, well, who knows? I cannot, I cannot mention what is too much, but what I'm trying to go is, have this identity that you are the chosen one. Eres el elegido to do a strong, strong mission. Um, just something extra. I was listening uh, the last two interviews of Elon Musk with Joe Rogan and with um, Lex Friedman. And in this last one with Lex, um, Elon mentioned this. It's like, we need to be careful with what we, what do we wish. If we wish for no war, un mundo sin guerras, what it means is that maybe that means a dictatorship that is so fucking strong that nobody can raise a voice and that's why there is no war. We don't want too much war, 
but maybe little words are the only ways to organize. Um, we can take that in a smaller scale. We can take that to our cities. We complain about crime, but maybe a city with zero crime means total control from the government. So we want to have the right balance between control and uh, freedom. And if we want to bring that to our personal life, just to wrap this, is that we need to understand that imperfections are part of life. We need to forgive ourselves when we make dumb mistakes. And also, it's like the beauty of life appears when you accept the beauty of your imperfections. And if you accept the beauty of your imperfections, other people will start accepting also yourself. Love yourself. Tell yourself that you are good enough, that you are built to do something big in life. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Remember, if you want to contact me, más 51 9890 23 I hope you enjoy your weekend.